1: from the abyss, aka podcasting from a spare bedroom in Exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens
2: podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff, and I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. Especially this week, (laughs) (laughs) we will challenge our assumptions and yours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and
3: poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, 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 go that shit. shit. Episode Episode 58.
2: There's no numerical significance. To 58. No, because it's a special episode.
1: This isn't your normal after school special.
2: This is a special after school special. This is.
3: (laughs) If you have kids, they may want to leave the room.
2: Your non-faith might be tested by this (laughs) podcast.
3: (laughs) Because we went to church. Uh, So this might be our last podcast. We We went to church
1: on purpose. It was planned. This wasn't like we just, oh shit, we're at church. We got up early on a Sunday, got gussied up. Had to shine my shoes. And went to church.
3: As threatened. why? Why did we go to church, Don? Well, I think it all
1: started... One night after Saturday Night Live when I didn't fall asleep during Saturday Night Live and local pastor Andy Stanley's show – and I still can't remember the name of the show. It's like moving forward or looking up or it, it's it's some sort of motion. Whatever it is, Jeff yeah. thinks it's a
2: trick. It's a verb and a motion. I think it's called yeah. sucking you in. So That's that, it. Jeff, sucking you in Jeff with Andy Stanley. Jeff thinks it's a plot.
1: It is a plot, well, and we've talked about it before. Andy does this half-hour show after Saturday Night Live here in Atlanta, and you found out that nationwide it more commonly airs after Friday Night
2: James Corden. The church is the North Point Community Church. Yes, and when you do a Which, search in Bing, it says before you actually hit return, it says North Point Community Church, mega church. Okay, oh, it does. so oh. yeah, so we went to the big dog, big, well-known well funded andy it, stanley is it sounds kind of like a star. it sounds like the little church
1: on the corner down the street the north point community church yeah, it well, just sounds like it's just a homey little you know white building that's been there forever and you don't even pay attention to it but it, no,
3: they have five campuses the main one is uh, Alpharetta,
1: Alpharetta, Georgia, which is a, a suburb uh, directly north of Atlanta. It's a Upscale
0: Atlanta yes.
3: suburb, upper middle class, correct. Uh, Definitely neighborhood. Yes, yeah. yep. it seems like they tend to put these things in wealthier oh, yeah. communities. yeah uh, satellite's part of the,
1: That's
2: part of the trick.
3: James. Yeah, that's really tricky. It is, but
1: it's. He has satellite churches all over the Atlanta area. uh, Woodstock is one. He had one that came on board just that day we
2: were there. I think he's up to 10 now. Well, The name of the the show is called Your Move. Oh, that's it. With Andy Stanley. Your Move.
1: Your Move. And
3: it's not about chess.
1: So not only do they have the main campus where we were at, where the man was there in the flesh— but they also have satellite campuses all over and throughout Atlanta. Well, right. And they have associate churches. They
2: call them churches. Partners, Part- partners yeah. yeah. They're not just all over the area.
1: They're all over the country.
2: all over the country. Right.
1: And like, he said starting to be over. all over the world. they are taking over, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, you know, I'm just
2: going to sit there and just tweak them and just get them all pissed off. off I I tell tell you, it's it's as
1: long as you're down with – his message, his overall message, it's a good move for a, a dying church. To it's bring your in, move. It's your move. It's <laughs> your move.
2: No, it's and you got to point your finger when you say your move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you had a church and the pastor's retiring, you have a choice. You can either go out and do a search and find a new pastor, and hopefully the church will grow. Or you can bring this guy in and just pipe him in on the CCTV on Sundays, yep. put him up on the big screen, and... You can look at the
2: spreadsheet and see that
1: he he has, he has you know, good returns and, and it's like it's like yeah. opening a franchise. It is a franchise. It's basic, basically yes, yeah. it's a church franchise. You get
2: so excited about talking about this church. Nobody said what they were drinking. Nobody even mentioned it. Oh. Oh, so I'm going to finish the I'm going to finish the last sip of this can so you can read the beer that you took.
3: <laughs> I wanted to select especially for tonight and this one is called Only Hell Can Save Us Now. And that's good. I actually like it that. Is Most good. of the
1: shit y'all bring so, yeah. <laughs> but that was actually really good. It had a, like a grapefruit, a citrusy
2: aftertaste to it. I'm not sure that a Don seal of approval is
1: good. No, for no, us. It, it,
3: it carries no weight but whatsoever. We're, no, we're getting him over to our side. That's his move now. <laughs> no, that, that. That, my move. <laughs> my move. <laughs> but this is a double dry hopped milkshake IPA with passion fruit, pink guava, red raspberry, lactose. And vanilla, and there are
2: sometimes when these IPAs that are filled with all these things end up like, oh that. my god, yeah. like this beer. You guys are trying too hard. Yeah, that pump your brakes That's there, like, you know, four point five out of five on Untapped. That was pretty good. Yeah,
3: yeah. this is made in Boston, Boston. In, right. in, yeah, so it's not local, but I just thought the name and the ingredients sounded all right. What are you drinking there?
1: I, I found this t- actually I picked this up tonight Seven Moons and the reason I got it is buy one get one free so <laughs> if they want you know if they want to give away free wine I am down I don't think I've had this one before it's a red blend it's California 2017 red blend it's Shiraz Merlot Petit Shiraz Zinfandel Cabernet. Malbec and Grenache. Wow, that's got and, more stuff
3: in it than. Its yeah, beer so I does. got
1: yeah. I got the red blend and I got the dark red blend and I opened the red blend because I prefer the dark red blends. So my thinking is, if this sucks, I can look forward to the dark one hoping it's better, a little bit better. But if I drink that's the dark one first and it sucks, I'm not really going to be looking forward to the excellent uh, to positive
2: the attitude. So. Here, and this so sucks. It's not bad at all. Not bad it's, at it's all. Yeah, very good. Good deal. So we have jokingly threatened. To go well, we have invited Andy to, to come on our show, right. tongue in cheek. Right. Well, for well, just in case he's listening. Hey, if right. he emailed because- us. He does. He does invitation. listen to atheists. He, he does. Apparently. He does like to talk about nuns, which is another thing that drives Jeff yeah. crazy about him. And, and he atheists. says he
1: listens to the Sam Harris podcast. He listens to other atheist podcasts. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Listen, He reads all the atheist books. And so uh, Andy, hit yeah. us
2: up, man. We're going to give you some market research. We've been to hit your us house, up. And come by the way, house. we will even bring the mic with us mm-hmm. and record wherever you want. Tell you what, Andy,
1: go to Patreon, make a pledge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> become become one of the patrons so yeah. we can we can thank you at the end of the show. But it started as kind of a joke. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think you guys were serious. We were like, oh, we're going to go to church. And it's like, okay, we're going to go this Sunday. And, and All of a sudden, of, shit got real. Part of the reason I, I said, all right, I'm not going unless we know Andy is going oh, to be yeah, there. And right. then Jeff's like, oh, he's going to be there. And it's like, oh, shit, we're going to have to go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it looks like we're going to church. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to actually – we're going to actually go to church. So this church is huge in this area. It's huge. huge nationwide. Dude. He is kind of a star, but a low-key star. He has name recognition, but you don't see him on Fox News. No, you don't right, see him right, sidling right. up mm-hmm. to Dotard. You see him after Saturday Night Live or I'm not exact, the top Ten Market. I'm not, not exactly James sure Gordon. where his
1: politics are either. Well, that's mm-hmm. part of the trickery, yes. but we'll get to that. I would venture to say that Probably most of our listeners don't know who Andy Stanley is, or bet- didn't or didn't know before we started joking about him. They may know now, but I would say that probably most of our listeners do know who Joel Osteen is or Robert Jeffress. Yes, but Joel yes. Osteen has the third largest megachurch in the country. Andy Stanley has the fourth. So he. So we started off. I mean, we took a big bite of that
2: that apple when, this, when we went to this church. This guy was not, or would not be seen at a dotard rally no. laying right. hands. No, It is not right. that right. kind of church. That's, that's, that's not his brand. That's no. not
3: seeker-friendly No seeker-sensitive. No. Seeker what's, what's a seeker, Jeff? The whole concept of seeker-sensitive churches, and they kind of started back in the 90s, maybe the way, a little bit before. Is this
2: your description no. of them no. or this is their description of them? Or third-party description this of is them? This is a third-party description. Would, would, would they com- embrace this description? Andy, would Andy yeah. agree what with What
3: he prefers to call it is a church- for the unchurched. He also Kinda says like where un yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it's a church for church people where unchurched people would feel good yes. about going. Okay. And so, you know, kind of the concept was that
2: us stay tuned and listen <laughs>
3: <laughs> after this brief message by our n- our non-sponsor. So the idea behind it and it's quite valid is a lot of younger people Got tired of going to the Catholic form of church. I did. Um, uh, Present company well, included. Right. Or it's the same thing with even the pres- you know, the mainline churches, Presbyterian church, because it's that same kind of thing. Usually they have a choir and hymns that go back in the uh, 1600s and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then you have a dry sermon, sermon from the pastor. Pastor the plate a couple times.
2: Yep. Call and response. Yep. Yeah.
3: Prayer request. Anybody got a prayer request? That kind of format was driving a lot of people away from church. So back in the '90s, when they kind of saw that going on, some of these evangelicals, a lot of them came from the Southern Baptist Church. Andy's father, Charles First, Stanley, First Baptist Church of Atlanta, another mega church. Yes. Yeah, I forget how many members go to his church, but, but sun outshines daddy at this point. Well, when it comes absolutely, to absolutely. Well, and you look at the uh, the people attending daddy's church, mostly yeah. gray hairs. Things like that.
2: We could go to Dad's church and find out. Dad also was ensnared in a little bit of a sex scandal back in the day.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, he's divorced now, Daddy. So, and actually, I went to that church a long time ago when my parents were in town because they were fans of and oh. Charles Stanley. So, I've been to been to Daddy's church. Oh, it's wow. a huge, it's a huge one too. Not too far from Andy's church. So that form of church, you know, the Daddy Stanley was driving people away. So seeker sensitive churches or Church for the Unchurched, mm-hmm. kind of change their format. Most of them you're going to see, I don't want to tip the hat, but they'll have a, a rock band, and, and that'll be half of it, and then they'll have a hipster-type pastor, you know, who's you know, usually in jeans and... Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's the first instance of shade. A hipster-like
3: pastor. Mm-hmm. There's a formula. That's what I'm saying. You don't see them coming out. The in... kind of guy you look at and you just know he sits in a chair backwards. Yeah. Well, sometimes they'll have a skull and, a... and a sticking
1: yeah. out of his
2: back pocket. That's Jim Baker's son. Who? Jim Baker's son is the tattooed. Jay that's Baker. The... Yeah, that's the hipster. Andy Stanley. Well, yeah, he's
3: a little bit more middle of, yeah. of right.
2: that. Right. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's a... kind of your cool neighbor. Non-threatening, a, would have a beer non threatening, non judgmental. Oh. I don't know if he drinks. I don't know, but he's. I bet he does. He's a big scoop of vanilla. So maybe we should talk a little bit on what we thought yes. was going to happen because after the nerves yeah. yes. and the realization that we were going to go was like, all right, we're going to do this. <laughs> and it was the first time in a long time that I stepped into a church for a non event willingly. Non event being. Marriage, baptism, funeral, funeral. baptism, yep. Yep. something along and, those lines, and na- never anything but a Catholic church. Wow, wow! So this is the first non-Catholic
1: church you've ever been to a service at.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: I've, I've I mean, been to I've been to Baptist churches. I've been to Catholic churches. Obviously, but I've been to Catholic Baptist. I've been to a Seventh Day Adventist uh, service. That that's was a, hardcore. That was a good four fucking hours out of your life. That's a about it that, well, that I can
3: remember. That's interesting. And so, you had no idea at all then what you were walking into. Yeah, no idea what no. you were going to see.
2: No, I thought I was going to be big, and it was. It was. It felt like driving into a sporting event. Yeah, it, um, looked, it looked like an arena yeah. or
1: like the main building of a college campus, was, um, a, a community's campus. Yeah. not like not like an old school, you know, brick,
2: right. you know, a state the, You school. know what it was? It was very Atlanta. Yes. It was very Atlanta because it was in the the suburbs. (laughs) You're in an office park. It was new, Mm -hmm. and it was all designed for cars to get in and out. It was crowded, but it was efficient. They've obviously done that and everything before. Very well-oiled machine, which is a theme that would carry through the the whole visit. Yes, That part kind of did not surprise me.
3: So when you were pulling into the lot, What were your, I mean, how did your feelings change at that point then?
2: I was a little, because I work near there and live, know people that live in the area, know people that go to that church. So part of me was like a little like all right what I if I run into somebody what am I going to say particularly somebody particularly, that knows you right, exactly <laughs> oh. there there are people that would be like shocked to see me there yeah and there would be people that Excited. would be like shocked Excited to see me you there yeah awful. and yeah. you know what like, are and you making a delivery that's, for somebody? <laughs> that's actually that's actually a good point because like some people would be like what what are you what are you doing recon and yeah. other people might be like oh he's he. He's oh, come shit. over. Yeah. He's, he's come he over to the... There's a question. Right. There's he's a crack seeking. in the armor. Yes. He's there's seeking. a crack in the armor. Exactly. I didn't want to run into either of them because I didn't really want to have to explain it because depending on who the person who would have been like, hey, yeah, atheist here. <laughs> yeah. We got a couple.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are these your nun friends? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: right. Right. Come here, you
3: heathen. Oh, if you only me new. Yeah. You'd never been there before, hadn't you? Never been to, okay. to this one before. I knew it was big. Okay. And I had... But you had been to similar, though. Yes.
2: You I've are easily to... the most church-savvy of the three of us. This was like an old pair of
1: jeans
3: you slipped into. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> comfy comfy <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, so I'd been to um, his dad's church. That was probably my first mega church, but that was you know years ago when my parents came to town, and, and they were big fans of his, so went with them. Same kind of thing. They had the, you know, the parking directors and all that kind of stuff. Huge building. It looked like a mall when you go in there. But the inside was a little bit more traditional. It had, you know, the choir
0: behind
3: and, you know, and all that kind of thing. So that was one experience. Then the other one is when I was in my emergent days, there was a church up in Grand Rapids, Michigan called Mars Hill Bible Church by Rob Bell. I was a fan of his and the books he wrote because he was kind of deconstructing Christianity. So he was more on the cutting edge. In fact, after uh, so many books, they kind of kicked him out of that church. Oh, uh, yeah. So cutting he, edge. he deconstructed too much. But yeah, so his church was around the same. It was like 5,000 people per service. It was actually in a mall. They they took over a, a mall. Oh, wow. In Grand Rapids. Not a huge mall, yeah. you know, like, like here. Where the church was held was in the, where Sears used to be. And it was church in the round. So there was a stage in the center But it was the same kind of format where they had, you know, the rock band that started off for about a half an hour and then a very interesting message – for the second part, and that was pretty much it. And then they concentrated on small groups for during the week. So I've been to mega churches and actually there's there's quite a few other ones. There, I wouldn't call them mega churches yet, but there's quite a few around Atlanta that follow the same kind of format, the seeker-sensitive format. Yep. That when we were between churches, we checked a couple of those out, and that didn't really turn us on. So, yes, I, I, I kind of knew basically what to expect. So is it kind of what you expected, though? Yeah, but I've never been to one that was quite this huge. I mean, and the the other thing, and I think this will come, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later. But So we were in the main theater or whatever. Yes. And I forget how many people that hold, like 5,000? It was like an East 000. Auditorium and a West
1: Auditorium. The East Auditorium had a balcony as well, and it held 3,000. The West Auditorium was like overflow parking. That's, kind of see uh, that's, and that's that's what, that, what kind of threw me. You just me. had a
3: screen there with him on. Right. And that was another 2000. Right. And that's and what kind of threw me. I thought, well, this is the main auditorium and they have three services. yeah, 8:30, you know, 11, and then 4:30. One
0: they have so one at they, and
1: then they have like a a teen service at 4:30.
3: Well, that's, because they know the teens aren't going to wake up till noon anyway. Yeah. I didn't realize how big that overflow was. I was picturing yeah. that to be just a smaller maybe a couple hundred kind of people. A, yeah, something like that, where you can have screaming kids and stuff in there. But no, it was pretty good size as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, that kind of startled me. I, I kind of expected, you know, how they had the uh, the greeters in the the blue shirts with, with and the, all. With the vest. Hey, and, how are yeah. you doing? Welcome. And
0: Come on in. Well, yeah. that, that,
2: no, that's that's kind of shady.
1: Yeah,
2: I know. That sounds know. a little sarcastic. They didn't they didn't hassle anybody. <laughs> they were friendly.
0: I it was care. funny
1: though because. Y'all got. I there. repent. We, we basically all got there right at the same time, but parked in different areas. And y'all got to the building before I did. And it was funny because as mm-hmm. I was walking up to y'all, one of the ushers uh, was out front. They had the t-shirt on. They had the little vest, uh, the fluorescent vest over it. One of, the, uh, one of the women, she waved. She goes, "Good morning." I think I put it on a little too thick because her reaction was like, "I love the energy. Love the energy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, Don." Tone it down down. a little bit. Too damn excited. I mean, we didn't show up in Goblins Heathen's you know podcast T shirts. Not this week. No, not (laughs) this week. We were trying to be a little incognito, fly under the radar a little
2: bit. As much as three guys could. Could yes, sitting together.
1: Now nobody came up and asked us if we were new. There was a there was like an information station when you first walk in for you to go to and you seek them out but nobody came up to us are you new here or anything like that i had two initial reactions upon showing up number one even though i thought in my mind i dressed down appropriately for a church service like this i immediately realized we were overdressed fact Mm-hmm. For for the entire Fact. yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you were wearing a nice pair of crisp jeans, a button down Oxford dress shirt. Yep, you you had it pegged. You blended in with everybody. Yeah, I mean I had kind a sh- shoes. I had a short sleeve button up shirt that is cut designed to be worn untucked, but I had a pair of khakis on. I was the most dressed up person there because I was wearing Dockers. I don't think I
3: saw anybody in a suit and tie. No, I did
1: not see it anywhere did I see a tie. And and my second reaction was as soon as I parked and I got out of the car and I started walking towards the building, I thought, oh, shit, we're going to stick out like a sore thumb because we're going to be the only three people here that aren't walking in carrying a Bible. I didn't see a Bible in the building the no, entire time we were there.
2: One when we were leaving, there oh, did was you? somebody in front of us okay. that had a Bible, but that was it. I did, anyone, it. I did not see one. I did not see a single the... parishioner
1: with a Bible. The preacher didn't have a Bible. No, I didn't see anybody the entire time I was. I didn't see a Bible the entire I didn't see a cross the one. entire time I was there. Right. There was True. no really yeah. no religious imagery. Right. That's anywhere in the whole place. Part of the formula. If you didn't <laughs> if, if if you showed up, seriously, if you <laughs> showed up and you spoke nothing but Cantonese, you would not know you're at a church. You would have no you would think you're at maybe a community center um and and this guy is like a Tony Robbins Type, I uh, uh, mean, mm-hmm. a self-help guru or something like that, or he's trying to sell you a condo timeshare or something along those lines. Because there was no imagery anywhere in the building that said cross, dude, do, do nailed to it, right? Even their logo is, is, is you know, indi- You
3: know, doesn't indicate that it's a it's a church. absolutely. It looks like something you'd have yes. for a corporate logo.
2: By, by design, by design. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was yep. very much. It felt very much like a cruise ship. Big auditorium. Like professional stage, kids club for a certain age, kids club for another age. Yeah, yeah, they had
1: three different age groups that you could drop your kid off, and they would. They got their message there. Were the adults got their message. And out the place was
2: the place was packed. Place was packed yep.
1: Swarmed with people. At least in the auditorium we were in that held three thousand. There was not a lot of empty seats.
2: No. And that I was mean, a, we,
1: we kind of spaced out a little bit when we sat down, and they came up, and they're like, are these seats saved? And we, we had to move in, and next mm-hmm. thing you know, we're sitting next to one another, and they started shoving
3: people in next
1: to us. And, so, And yeah, there was not a lot of empty seats anywhere in there. And if the overflow was anything like that— I wish I would
3: have peeked over there during yeah. the service just to
1: see— I'm just, just going to assume that it was half full. So let's say there was four thousand people in the two auditoriums. There had to be at least another two thousand kids
0: so there that was, were
1: in the different
2: age groups. So there rooms. was. A, there was probably a minimum of ten to fifteen thousand people going to services at that place every Sunday. Yep. It is yep. a well-oiled machine, like well-oiled
1: machine, well, they, and
3: a growing machine. They're
1: listed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to say, was it? I want to say
2: 32,000 visitors a week. But a big deal. And yep, I yep. think once we got there, we kind of found out why. It was a performance. It was it, a slick performance. It was a
1: Very talented. Very divergent. professional. Yeah. If nothing else, the service started at 10 Sure. I was like, 11 o'clock. Sharp. it didn't start at 1005 didn't start at 1007 it started at 10 o'clock 11 Shh. i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> he's,
0: 11 he's on central time it started
1: something. at 10 central it started at 11 at <laughs> 11 o'clock the first note of the first song by the band started screens lit up and
2: the whole and we well, the, la- the, the the light the the light show the laser light show yes and the performance had
3: had begun well let me say this too when we walked in there, we noticed in the ceiling, mm-hmm. you could tell there was kind of a fog.
1: Yeah, they had like a little bit of a... So
3: they blow some fog like stuff Dry ice or, dry ice or
1: something. Right. That, they kind of gave it a little, little... So when you do the lights... Yeah, it had a, yeah, a little it, bit of right. a misty look to yeah. it. But, also, at 12 noon, it was over. I mean, it was dead on one hour. And I was asking, I was like, How, when do you think this thing's going to last? And you were like, nah, probably not longer than an hour. No. And I was like, ah, I don't know, man. To me, and I said this to Jerry when we were leaving, after... 20, 25 minutes of the band and 30, 35 minutes of him, I felt kind of like I'd sat through three opening acts and the main group came out for a concert and they played for th- 45 minutes and
2: left. And so I, he's saying he wanted more.
1: I left the, the place feeling like I wanted a little but bit that's more. that's intentional.
2: That's part of the trickery. That's what gets you, you, you back. back. That's
1: the sorcery. Oh, that's why they suck like a, you in. That's the trickery. Fuckers, and what, they got what was me. the first song they did? We didn't start the fire. Billy Joel, Billy Joel, A, Joel. a completely secular way, song.
2: Eight-piece yep. band: two guitarists, bass player, three singers,
0: drummer, drummer and a keyboard. yeah.
2: Two cameras, handheld cameras, cameras on hand stage, hand- on stage, boom camera. Yeah, so you, you get, that, you get that
0: motion
1: over the crowd no. camera with people with their arms raised up, and raising. And, and, professional.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah, not cheap.
1: And, ca- and those were like. Right.
2: The real deal.
1: Broadcast television quality equipment.
2: Real, like there. The real deal. And, and and not the choir that people down the street are in. And it was super slick. There was even a karaoke part of We Didn't Start the Fire lyrics. Right. Yep. Set to the same graphic look. As the sermon he was introducing that week that we didn't know we just thought it was just like oh this they must do this every week. Mm-hmm. There was one cringy part though prior to it starting, and it was us that was the cringy part. You ever hear people getting arrested, like like a Saudi Arabian national or a student getting arrested because they're around the Empire State Building and they're taking all kinds of pictures yeah, and stuff? Yeah. That was us. Yeah, we were like, a little we, too
3: touristy. We walked <laughs> in, it was like pictures and,
2: oh, look at that. It looks like you're
3: scoping the place out. other people taking pictures. Yeah. It wasn't just us. So no. probably first-time visitors. That's probably a common True. experience. One yeah. thing
1: I noticed, and I don't know if y'all noticed, it, and you posted the pictures to the discussion group, so they're up on the Facebook page yeah. if anybody wants to see them. The new
2: North Point
1: Community yeah. Church there's, Facebook yeah. group. <laughs> there's about, there's about I didn't
3: tag them. I think there's
1: about <laughs> six or seven pictures that you posted on there, but one of them where two hallways came together in the… In the mall? In the, yeah, in the walk… <laughs> There's, there's basically like a 40- cruise
2: ship and the Lido
1: deck. There's probably like a 40-foot wide hallway that goes all the way around the auditorium. But where two hallways came together, right, where the bathrooms and where the kids club was, you took a picture, and at the top, there's like an interesting architectural design with some exposed beams, and they have the words of different... Suburbs of Atlanta. Marietta, Buckhead, Norcross. All these different areas were were all. I didn't notice that when we were there, but I noticed it in the picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Bam's good. We. Yeah, they did not know when they left the stage because they <laughs> well they tricked us during the prayer. <laughs> no, they
1: tricked you. I saw it. Yeah,
2: I, close, was in, I, you, was, the, I was the, did hey, I was raptured. You closed your eyes for the prayer. He,
1: Jerry closed his eyes for the prayer, so he didn't see the band leave the stage. Not close his eyes. Yeah, you did. or You would have Jerry saw was, the band leaving.
2: No, I was watching. I was watching the the guitarist lady, and, uh, okay. and I was watching somebody in in one of the rows, kind of. Swaying her hands in the air like she just didn't
0: care.
1: They played three songs. Uh, One of them was a pretty long song with with a sing-along part and all the rest of that. But after the third song, the female singer-guitarist, the acoustic guitar player, came up to the mic and she started saying a prayer. And at that time, the lights dimmed and that's when the band slowly and quietly made their way, not only them, Made their way off the stage quickly, but the equipment made their way. Like oh, yeah. the drum set was set up on a riser, a rolling Wheels, riser. Like yeah, whoosh. they just wheeled that whole shit right off. Same um, thing with the keyboard setup. up. So when they were I'm done, like they do it
2: the Grammys. Yeah,
1: when she was done with the prayer, she turned around and walked off, and Andy was standing center stage with his PowerPoint, and all the
3: background stuff had changed. All that, yeah. All it, it was like, oh shit, there just he is. Him and the sixty-inch TV. Yep. Yep. So she had to time that prayer perfect perfectly to get all It's that. like I've got I've got a good 45 seconds of prayer here but I, but I
1: need another minute and a half because it so takes a, you know this much time up. to get everybody
2: in place. So it sounds if you were to just drop into this podcast that the three atheists on the podcast were were impressed. quite impressed. I was
1: extremely impressed with the production value of the entire thing
0: Totally They had it
1: down to a science Totally. Like I said, they started and the whole thing ran exactly an hour and everything was right on. If you're familiar with the song, We Didn't Start the Fire, it's very quick lyrics. It's almost like spoken word lyrics and they they come at you rapid fire. The screen had all the words to all the songs that they played, but it was perfect. The band was perfectly timed with the graphics package.
2: I mean, there was... It was low pressure. It was low key. The fear of somebody... You know, oh, you're new. Yeah. Here, come on in. Yeah. and Get the timeshare pitch, or yeah. you want to be a member? Or here, let fill us, us give yeah. you the tour. Yeah. Let's, you know, fill your, give us your email and text. We'd love yeah. to get in touch with you. Did you know there's a Bible study on Wednesday? Right, yeah. Man, there was there was none of that. I, I walked in there
1: adamant. They are not getting my name. They're not getting my address. <laughs> they're not getting my phone number. and They're not getting my
3: email. You'd have to text it if you wanted that in.
1: You and it was yeah. You, if you wanted, and he said that. He goes, if people that are new here. If you want to learn more, we want to learn more about you. If you want to learn more
3: about us. Send it. Send a text to this number 55533.
1: Yeah. That's it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> five, 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 three, three, three. Well,
3: here's one of the things that that kind of um, I was didn't expect, or I expected more people to be do, you know standing during the songs yes. and swaying, and that's where I thought I'm going to feel real uncomfortable just standing there. But no, there was very few people that actually, I, and it I, was mostly up front that did the swaying stuff. So I, I got to make a little bit of a confession. You
0: swayed?
1: I, I did a little swaying. Yeah, I didn't. I, did, I didn't raise my hands. But I found myself in the middle of one of the songs, just about, about a good eight inches to a foot, just you know, just kind of swaying back and forth through full the Full on yet.
2: white guy at the show no, dance, no, but but you know, feeling like, the groove. Like, yeah,
1: I'm well Jerry's not willing to admit he closed his eyes during the prayer, but I'm willing to admit I swayed a little bit during the music. <laughs> I'm comfortable enough in my atheism to admit that. <laughs>
2: I was watching the very attractive, <laughs> probably 27-year-old. He is going to his grave. 27-year-old
1: Saying that guitarist he didn't close his eyes. Because the she prayer. had
2: her eyes closed. Like, that was the most, other than the occasional person who was raising their hands. Yeah. She was like, Lord. And she had her arms out. Yes. She put her arms out, kind of like Touchdown Jesus a little bit. Yeah. Her eyes were closed, and then she – because she was into it. Yep. And I got sucked in to watching that because I'm like, that's kind of what I expected. All, I expected way yes. more of that, but that was the most – And all the lengthy. lights were down, yeah. and there were spotlights, yep. like at least two spotlights, just
1: on her alone. So yeah. she was so – your, your attention, like yeah. they got
2: me. The, yeah. Their attention, boom, right, right on yeah. that. I didn't watch what was going on behind the screen. I was sucked into the trickery. Yeah, you're yep. a you're sensing a theme <laughs> you here. Were, you
1: were watching the uh, magician's hand when his other hand was pulling the dove oh, well, out of his jacket. Oh, yeah. And but so,
2: <laughs> we should talk about Andy Stanley's Andy Stanley sermon. We should. Um, this was, that was I, the know other Jeff, half. I know that was Jeff the other half. will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's been <laughs> chomping at the bit. He's
1: um, been burning up the signal. We for were a long lucky week. enough to be there for. Message one yeah, of a one of three. These. Yeah, open another beer. <laughs> this was part one of a three-part series yep. on what was it? Politics, on, uh,
3: politics. and what It's was called it?
2: talking points. Talking
1: points. Well,
3: what was the title of it? Something.
2: That it. Talking, talking points? points. The perfect blend of yep. politics and religion. And yeah. yeah. And here's yep. the blurb straight from the North Point site. There are few things as divisive as politics. Yep. But the question for Jesus followers is this. Are you willing to evaluate your politics through the filter of faith rather than create a version of faith that supports your politics? Jesus didn't call everyone to agree on everything, but he did command his followers to be united by unconditional love. And I'll read the one line again because it's because he went back to it a few times. Are you willing to evaluate your politics through the filter of faith Rather than create a version of faith that supports your politics, yeah, I that gave him a golf, golf clap pump. when he
1: said that the first time. I had my phone out and I was taking notes. Now my phone was raptured? And I said, I, I kind of set myself <laughs> on my lap and I gave him a little golf clap. I was like, I, <laughs> I did too. Okay. I cannot I disagree too. with that. All right,
2: All right. So let me, let me. Uh, that's that's just wheelhouse. Oh, that, you're about to see. You about even, to see the, the evangelicals
1: walking the walk and talking the talk,
3: not just one or the other. Right? That right. was okay. yeah. So, and I, I want to get your guys' take on this too. We don't agree with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we stand <up>. with Andy. <laughs> so there's uh, when when you're there, listening to it live, watching the powerpoints, listening yep. to his cadence and yep. his presentation, the whole. Because he is a, he, very is a intentional. Intentional.
2: he is a tremendous, no, tremendous no, tremendous sure. speaker. Yes. No notes, like
3: other than the PowerPoint. You know? yes.
2: yeah. There, are pro- there might have been notes on a giant screen yeah, underneath, underneath he, the okay. two two cameras, because that's normally what like, he could have seen. That's that's normally where the teleprompter is. Okay, yeah. to to keep him on message. Don't know if it was or not, but I, he yeah. is. Super polished. Yep, he's a very good public speaker. Yep. Regardless of the message, he's very good. Yeah, no stumbles. That and, I and, and there's and, and
1: there's no, there's no ambiguity. the The proper words are highlighted in yellow for the proper emphasis, yep. and and it's half of the Bible verse is given with a dot, dot. It's almost like a fucking Trump tweet right. with a dot, dot, dot at the end of it because he, he, he's he he's got something to say about the first half of that and he doesn't want you to see the second Directed half until story. he's ready to give you that part of the message. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was very,
3: very up But so a point I want to make, though, is in the moment, you know, the half hour he was talking yeah. is, is like, I couldn't see a whole lot to disagree with. And it sounded like he was saying the right kind of things. That somebody that you know an unchurch person, a yeah. secular person would say, "I know, agree with that." Amen. Yeah. And he would say, "Amen." I, I I
1: can get behind that.
3: Yeah. But, there's a lot and, of things that he said, but that's the thing. That's the is button. then yeah. after you go and you know they post this video. Like that afternoon, I think. Yeah, was two up. or
1: three hours after we had left the church, you could download an MP3 or watch the video of either just his message.
3: Or the band. Or the up.
1: band and mm-hmm. the message. If you wanted to watch the whole service, it's available for you right then and there.
3: Yeah.
1: Or you can just... And I downloaded just the message in, a, in an MP3 format and uh, probably listened to it three times this week. Yep. So what's your... As
3: design? you kind yeah. of watch it again... Look at the PowerPoint kind of thing, and you start to dissect it. You do. You did. You, you, right. That's, you that's, saw that's, things you disagreed with uh, after right. 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 And, and that's my point: is most yeah. of the people that are going there aren't going to sit. You know, well, go no, back you agree and with even that statement. Are you willing to evaluate your politics with the filter of our faith rather than create a version of your faith that supports politics? How is that possible? I mean, what exactly does that mean? What does does it mean? What does it mean to you? He's saying the filter of your faith. So evangelical theology has certain guide rails. One of them is anti-abortion.
1: anti is
3: Right, yeah. And I want to talk a little bit more about that later. But I mean, so those are two big ones in politics. If you're going to look through politics through that lens, Trump is your guy right now. Well, or a libertarian if he's running. Okay. But I'm saying if you're using the theology of evangelicalism, you are.
2: He didn't say anything like that. He, he did. Said he did say
3: nothing like that.
2: He did expound
1: a little bit when he talked about it as far as our faith, our traditional Judean. I don't think he even said Judeo Christian. I, I think so. he said our Christian faith. Right. Yeah. Jesus.
0: Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. the big but, J.
1: But, yeah.
2: And I didn't go back and look, but it was quite a few minutes. Before he ever mentioned Jesus. It was within the first five minutes. And he right. even said that he poked fun at the political tenor of our times. When he talked about the election, he made it. Diss on democratic paranoia, yeah, and then Republican yeah. paranoia, right, right, and He's then democratic and paranoia. Oh yeah, he and was, then he Republican paranoia. He both sides the shit out and of this he, thing, but he he yeah. both sides it did or didn't take a side and basically was talking to everybody. One of the themes of this was a, a, like a fear of loss. That he goes, people get rich off of that fear, Absolutely. donations Absolutely. on fear. Yeah. and point. by the way, point. every t- when he was talking about that, we we're all like. Yeah.
1: Between the nothing divides like politics because nothing divides like fear was Mm -hmm. one of his first opening lines. Mm -hmm. Yep. Between that and the are you willing to evaluate your politics line, he had a kind of a throwaway line, which I don't think was part of the PowerPoint presentation. It was just when he was kind of riffing, I stopped and immediately wrote it down because I knew he wasn't going to say it again and it wasn't going to show up on the screen. I had to remember it verbatim and write it down quickly. It was... You can't raise much money if you don't peddle fear. Oh, I, I and the totally irony that. well, that's was true. thick uh, when coming from a preacher saying that you can't raise money if you don't peddle fear. I found that to be extremely ironic.
2: I don't think he... I don't, no, but he I don't, doesn't. He wasn't peddling yeah. it, though. No, right. And no. He, he was... From that part, it felt legit and on message.
1: Another thing he said, and I didn't catch this the first time. I don't know if y'all caught this the first time, where he said... You can go anywhere in the Bible and you can find something Jesus said or someone else said that will support your political view. Oh, absolutely.
0: That's Which basically
1: says the Bible can be manipulated and twisted to whatever
3: you well, want. Well, that's not his point. No, that's not that his point. Your that's, point. point. Yes. that's my point. Yes. Yes. Okay, but notice this though. Predominantly the quotes that he pulled from were from the Gospel of John. I wrote every Bible there verse was that he one quoted. tiny quote from
1: Matthew. Matthew. Everything yeah. else was from John. And for those that are interested, they were he started with John 17, John seventeen one. Then he jumped to John 17, 11. Then he went to John 17, 20 and 21. He jumped to John 17, 35, and then went back to 17, 23. Right. So the order that the verses are in the Bible, I noticed, did not fit his message this week. He needed to... Manipulate a little bit the, the order that those verses came in in order to give the message he
3: wanted to give to us.
1: And then, like you said, at the very, very end, Matthew sixteen eighteen, and right. those were and all the Bible that verses was, I meant uh, to, that, that uh, he uh,
3: but used. He has a habit of of quoting predominantly, and I've you know from other sermons from John and from Acts. I, I sent you a link. There's a specific on, reason on, on for both that. John, according to prog- when I say progressive, I mean people that are using critical. Scholarship. I mean, ones that don't have a reason to stay conservative. I mean, just like. People
1: that don't believe that Matthew wrote Matthew and Mark wrote Mark. Well,
3: no, John didn't write John, that John was written in the 90s, that Jesus likely didn't say anything that was in John.
2: Right, but this is more traditional biblical scholarship,
3: right? No, no, when you're saying traditional, evangelical, that's where the line is drawn. Is Maybe they draw disagree? That line. No, 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 no. If you look at the scholarship that comes out of like Moody Bible, Bible College or Wheaton Bible, they draw a hard line to make sure that they don't go forward and look at critical scholarship. No. to dissect. to See, good example. I don't
2: th- no, I don't, very few churches do that.
3: No, I'm the not talking band, churches. I'm yeah. talking about colleges or you know,
2: right? But the, Bible but college. but th- but, I, but I guess I'm drawing the line between biblical scholarship. And church. I know in the Catholic Church, there are lots of people that actually do biblical scholarship, and you don't hear about that on Sunday anywhere.
3: Oh, absolutely. They keep that separate from the pews. The, no, right. but they keep a, a certain
2: m- theology that is based upon
1: their stance to some of these certain questions. Like, And you sent us a link, and I'll, I'll, I'll find that and, and post that link to a sermon that he gave where he, that he directly talks about where... It's pretty much agreed upon by most Bible scholars that the the Gospels were not written by the names that are attested to it; that they were written long after the fact, decades after the fact, right, after right. the fall of the Temple. So right. at least seventy to seventy-five at the
2: earliest. Right. Andy Stanley does not follow no. that. Okay, I, mean, yeah, I hate to tell you this, yeah. but very few, if any, churches do.
3: You're you're. Right on that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so which you is know, we
2: wouldn't. So holding Andy Stanley to some standard, I can't believe I'm defending Andy Stanley, <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> holding him, leave to some,
0: Andy alone. Right?
2: <laughs> he dresses like me. <laughs> but to hold him against biblical scholarship, I think is a false comparison because but this, but this it's isn't a church
1: like secular biblical
3: scholarship this is i mean even these are from yeah seminaries and we can put a link to this also west star institute yes. Jesus he's a seminar yes this is a group that started in the in the 90s i believe their sole intention was to make stuff that's going on in the universities available to the public on many levels they failed Where you do see some of that is like in in one of the churches I went to later on, we were reading some of the books from them. Like John Shelby Spong is one that I've mentioned before. Marcus Borg is one I've talked about before. But you don't do that from the pulpit because Mm -hmm. they're afraid you're going to lose.
2: But that's not what this church
3: is about. No, I'm not. I'm talking about the mainline church where you don't hear it either.
2: But this is going to get to your qualms with his message. I showed Kelly that little... But three minute blurb, and I said, "Watch this." That was the thirty minute message boiled down to its essence. It was the th- non threatening, non non-Jesus-y message yes. in three minutes. Yes, mm-hmm. and I and I showed it to her, and she's like, "What's wrong with that?" Exactly, There's, you know. And I said, "You should listen to the podcast because you're about to you'll you'll find out. out." Yeah, because he didn't get into the part where I was, where I was like, "I know it's coming," like I know the part where. He pulls Jesus out of left field yeah. and says, it's all about Jesus. Came in about 15 or so minutes in where basically Jesus was, I'm paraphrasing, kind of the reason for the season. And that's why it's all about Jesus. And know, now we're getting to it. The overall tone was basically challenging his flock or the audience to put a different lens on their politics and... A little Marianne Williamson woo-woo love your neighbor because Jesus commanded it. Yeah. He he
1: talked about talking to somebody that doesn't agree with you politically. Yes. And then he goes, and a lot of you are thinking, I don't even know anybody that does. And he goes, well, that's that's your problem. problem." He goes, that's part of the issue. Yep. And I am sure that if somebody let's just take two fictitious members of Andy Stanley's church and one is a bleeding heart left-wing liberal and the other one is a die in the wool Trump supporter they both probably walked away from that service thinking that they align with Andy politically more than the other one does yeah he, he walks he that both, line like, so yeah, you both sides the shit out of it but, but it, so, it, it, it didn't take a stance it was which is smart on his part to not
2: alienate right, right. probably it also half what or it, it also more. could be what he believes. Oh, he's not buying that. He's looking mm-hmm. at the thinking spot. I'm looking at the thinking spot. The thinking that's, spot. Why, <laughs> that's why I can't
3: play poker. I have too many tells.
2: But the phrase that you used over and over in the signal post <laughs> signal conversation <laughs>
3: trickery. was trickery. Trickery. What was the trickery? Okay, my take on this is he's an incredibly smart guy. He does a whole lot of study. He's studied atheism. He's read the books. He's He's got a friendship with Ryan Bell, you know, or mm-hmm. they talk back and forth. I don't know if they're still doing it. I'll have to find out. Keep your friends so, close and your enemies so, closer. Yeah. So I'm sure he's well aware also of the work of the Jesus Seminar, the West Star Institute, that he knows that's what he's got to push against. And so he that's where he's trying to take things away from the Bible says this Seminar you're talking about some of the things they, that they
1: determined was Christianity did, did not start in Jerusalem. He yeah. said
2: the opposite during the seminar. Yeah, he, he, right. He he because he's opposite. using the yes. Book of Acts as Acts. His, his, Acts is not his a historical or, record, or um. he just believes it. You said it was trickery. The other phrase you used a lot was bait and switch. Yes. Well, there's bait that. and switch. There's that.
3: We could talk about that. What's the bait and switch? Okay. Prime example of the bait-and-switch. I posted links to both of these articles. Uh, one was an article where Charles Stanley, during one of his conferences, I don't think it was at, at his church, but at one of his catalyst conferences, he said, churches should be the safest place on the planet for gay youth. This is Andy Stanley, Andy not, Stanley. not Charles Stanley. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, not uh, not I'm sorry. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not me, yeah, he, but the uh, son.
1: I'm sorry, Andy. Andy Stanley is quoted as saying that the church should be the safest place for gay teens.
3: And however, he however, does not practice what he we preaches. We found out that was the opposite. Once this, there was a gay teen that got baptized at his church. At his church, and was working with like second graders
1: in a, or, or, I, I I don't know she, exactly know was, the
3: level, but she was going to be in a leadership leadership position. And she said, was called Whoa. to work
1: with children. She loved working with children, and she did. When the parents drop the kids off at the different age-appropriate places there, and they go to the service, the ki- they are doing a kids' service for the kids. In the, it's not just you know, it's not just fun and games. All day. they are giving them right, you know, right. But the but sermon the, there, right. But the dividing she, line is
3: though, is once you, if you're going to be a leadership position, exactly. then you know, and you're gay, lesbian, queer, whatever. No, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, this particular girl. So, when what she, was this? She came out on this Instagram in... as being openly gay, and she was told she could no longer hold a leadership position at the church if How she many, wanted to when, volunteer. When this? I think
3: this was last year, twenty nineteen, yeah, just a couple years ago. Yeah,
1: she was more than welcome to join the traffic, you know, crew, right, right, or you know, or, yeah, they, they, that was in the article that that she was more exactly. than welcome to join. The, the traffic flow crew or right. or be one of the ambassadors that wears the T shirt that stands out front and greets people. This is
2: not this is not a this is not but a she defensive understanding. Yeah, she was
1: not going to be allowed to teach
2: children. How does this make this any different than almost every other church?
3: Beca- Be- because, you know, the message you get, if you just go to the church service or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, right. that experience, yep. you're not going to get any of that if you go to their website. You're not there's gonna see nothing on there you that You don't get says, that from
2: the Catholic Church either.
3: Yeah, but you pretty much know if you read the newspaper. Right. you know
2: if you're a woman, you got no part in the, you got yeah. no part in the church hierarchy. Yeah. Or they're going to cover for decades, if not centuries or millennia, right. for priests doing... You know, things. unspeakable things.
3: The other thing is this church is identified, and it's commonly done, as non-denominational. It doesn't use the term evangelical. He uses the term to describe well, himself. Right, because that's part of the theology. But I'm saying if you go to their website and all that, it's it's called non-denominational. So somebody that's coming from the suburbs it's, that's left a Catholic church yeah. because that wasn't tripping their trigger, and they come in here and they say, oh, non-denominational, that means this church can choose whatever they want to do. Yeah. Maybe it's okay. But and then once you get sucked into the system and that's you know once you join the small groups that's where you start to find out the theology. You don't find out the theology from the website or from the service. What's the theology? Evangelical, traditional, which
2: means which means what?
3: He even identified, the, you know, the. I'm trying to remember the name I'll of it. I'll speak for
2: you because you haven't mentioned it. Yep. Is on the, on their site, it says the Bible is inerrant.
3: Yes, yes. there you go. Okay. Well, the yeah. inerrancy of which the Bible. Makes,
2: which makes this church different from 75% of other Christian churches. How?
3: Not much. The mainlines call it inspired. They don't use the word inerrant. Inerrant means that it's without. Right.
2: I'll keep playing contrarian. The dying mainline churches... The ones that are closing, the ones that are emptier because churches like his are grabbing them. Uh, look, they, look, whether you some are, of that, are an some atheist of that, yeah. or a Christian or a Muslim or whatever, they are obviously doing something, many things, many things. right. I totally get it. That, I totally get that, it. That, that, that place, like seriously, is a machine. If I was on the fence and went to a church like that i would probably be all in uh, you know no i doubt. i found a home
1: soft place to land is the term that keeps coming to mind right, it was uh, if somebody's searching and they're they're kind of turned off of church right. the church and, the and, church they grew up with yeah, especially it's feel like you're it's being you know, punched down at almost but notice, this he,
3: he said this several times during the uh, the service there about we don't want you to just be church in a line, we want you to be in a Yeah, circle. he talked about
1: let's stop sitting in rows and let's start sitting in circles. Right. Is, so they push Let's the push small you to group. the smaller groups. I was explaining that to Kim a little bit about it because when we first discovered his, t- his show that came on after Saturday Night Live, she started taping it for a while. She goes, she said, I kind of like this guy. He's got a pretty good man. Until you drill a little bit deeper. The TV show, and I've joked about this before, the TV show is 22 minutes long. And at 20 minutes, he mentions Jesus. And you're like, oh, shit. He fucking sucked me in. He got me. It's You didn't see it coming. Because it's all about be- just being a good person. And it's a good message. and, and Right. And he, this and sermon he here was bring- Jesus Light. That is the wide, wide net that he throws out for thirty minutes on Saturday night or Friday night depending upon your market. Or Sunday after or Sunday, or Sunday, Sunday morning after, at eleven. Or, right. or whenever. That he throws out to get people to the building. Then his service at the actual church, it got cranked up just a couple of notches. Not much, but just a little bit. Jesus didn't come in at 20 minutes. Jesus came in at 5 to 7 minutes. Once they get you in and you're going, they start pushing you towards the smaller groups. And I think that's
2: where the theology right. really starts to crank fine. out. But what you have you. said, and both of you have said...
1: But it's not yeah. Andy Stanley sitting in the living room that's right. cranking it up. right? Where he can stand on stage and say, this is a welcoming place for gays and lesbians,
2: when it's actually not. Oh in practice. I'm going to parking lot that for a second. Okay. You guys have both said something, though, about these small groups. I think. You don't know, and you don't know both assuming that what goes on behind the curtains in Oz is happening in these small groups, and you don't know.
1: So what you're saying is we need to, like, go to a... No, our, we need to, <laughs> I'm saying you do. We can we can
2: You text guys doubt.
1: So we, we need to, like, oh, no, Ross and carry this thing and, like, go deep, deep, deep by the undercover way, by the way, no, and join you, you a small pro- group and see what it is.
2: You probably wouldn't even have to. You could show up as yourself representing i of the heathens, yeah, and say, I'm questioning. We went, we went Changed to the, my mind, not even questioning. Yeah, we went because we were curious, but now we're, curious, we're gonna right? go, we're gonna go one level, we're gonna go one level deeper because even between us, there were not arguments but differing opinions on what happened now because yeah. a lot of what was said made sense, and you think, Jeff, that it was cherry picked. In order to reel you into the church and reel you into Bible inerrancy. Very, yeah. Or you could say it's good marketing. It's and both. <laughs> there's this kind of insidiousness. You're casting kind of aspersions on it. And I guess one of the things that I saw was everything that atheism in some ways doesn't have. They do it really well. And it's easy for atheists. To nitpick to death. I got facts. It's not mm-hmm. safe for gay people. Meanwhile, one of the leaders of the atheist movement has been fired twice in a giant ass sex scandal yep. and made an ass out of himself on another atheist podcast Bitching about it, about yeah. how he's a victim, right. and there's a yeah. wide, oh, me. Yeah. wide swath of misogyny in the atheist movement. There's but a but whole
1: whisper network at atheist conventions. Don't get caught alone with so and so. Don't find yourself alone in an
2: elevator with such and such. And it's rampant. And yeah. it's easier to nitpick on Andy Stanley. And Andy Stanley actually is less easy to nitpick. It's way easier to nitpick on the more obvious morons like Jeffress, yeah. and Joel exactly. Olstein, and exactly. the exactly. people laying hands.
1: I, I don't see Andy Stanley twisting his mustache and, and chuckling,
2: and you know, <laughs> after,
0: after the circumstances <laughs> ah,
2: Yeah, yeah. And but, by the way, never once did they mention money. I was just ever. about to say that. That was the most. Looks that, like
1: they that have was, enough
3: of it. Th- yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they're, they're not hurting. They're not hurting in the plate. But that you know, was probably the
1: biggest misconception or biggest expectation shock that, is that wasn't
2: realized. I
1: already had my cover story. You know, I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm going in. You know, I'm deep undercover. And I'm like, oh, my name's Joey. Nice to meet you. And I already had planned on when they gave me the card to fill out. I was going to go. Fine, I'll just drop it in the collection plate when it comes around. There was no collection plate. No. They did not pass the plate. That's the first time I've ever been to any church service.
3: Joel Osteen passes the plate.
1: Yeah. You yeah. get 15 people together at a, a big pliable. stadium. Somebody's going to pass a fucking plate around and expect <laughs> you to <laughs> throw a five in it. But they did not want least, At least, oh, it's Catholic. Not one time did the plate get passed for a collection.
3: Right. It's now, not there until was you join that they it, want the commitment.
1: To some extent, it, it kind of reminded me of going to like a, a movie where you when you show up, there's stuff on the screen before the pre- before the lights go down and the preview start. There's ads for the Olive Garden or whatever you know on, on the screen when you go to the movie. That's when they were asking for the money. Was northpointcommunitychurch.org dot org slash give. Become a partner. Oh, you it have that Olive, on there? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, okay. I saw that prior to the service well, start. Jeff and I obviously
2: had our eyes closed. Yeah, yo, we were y'all, right. swaying, yeah. right? Yeah. Swaying
1: and praying. <laughs> But yeah, I, I noticed that along with all of the other messages that they had up there the 555333, the the text to this, and we'll get you hooked up with a small group in your
3: area. And well, and their website makes it quite clear. There's all kinds of ways you can get it set up for auto pay and all. Well, I'm, kind I'm
1: of... sure right. you could do uh, a direct
2: But, but during the during right, the, right, the right. big event,
3: because. you know, the hour, he doesn't mention
2: it right. because they're being sensitive want to... to seekers. Mm-hmm. Because, a people, because a lot of they, people just being
1: smart, but a lot of people get turned off know. by the whole money grubbing side exactly. of religion. Yeah, so yeah, they go exactly. to one of these services, and the wife goes, "See." They didn't even mention money. Right, you Market know? And he's like, he's like, I got, you got a leg to stand on with this one. You know, that, that was my main concern. That was my main bitch about the old church was it's all about the money, it's all about the almighty dollar, at least not on the
2: surface. It wasn't overtly political. There wasn't any overt mentions of m- money, especially by him. And yeah. he is the face of that he's, church. He's BMOC, And, and, and much man. more. I get that they aren't giving you the whole story, but it's an hour. And... 25 minutes as music probably and banter and a prayer. And then a good chunk of what he said was non-theological. He made it clear though that that church is all about Jesus. But he did sounded like, at least that's how I took it, implore you to be a better person and a better Christian. And he didn't quite tell you how to do it, right? Right. But no, that
1: may be in part two of the three-part series. It
2: could, it could be, too. but it
1: was, it, and it wasn't. It wasn't like, and, and maybe I'm splitting hairs here, but at least the impression I got, and I'm, I'm and here I am, I'm defending him, sort of. It was. Yes, it got you. Uh, yeah, he got me because he got his hooks into me. It's. <laughs> The message was kind of if you are a better person you'll be a greater Christian as opposed to if you're a better Christian you'll be a better person. True.
3: Well you say that again? If you're better If you're
1: a better person you'll just no, you'll just naturally be a better Christian as opposed to if you put your effort towards being a better Christian that will make you a better person. At least I kind of got right. that impression. God implored that message onto my heart during the course of Andy's uh, I music. saw the sway. Yeah.
2: You think that's worse than the more overt part? Worse, why? Worse than the more overt kind of.
1: Would you rather you know, the church just come out and yes. flatly yes. say? Yes. And here's here's yeah.
3: why. here's why is is because and you know if you listen to a sermon on the uh, irresistible. Yes, I'll put a. link You can tell he's extremely focused on the nuns, as is our side.
2: Yeah, not so much. That's
3: the, well. I'll put it this way: that's the only and, and not. Well, that's I the it. thing. I, I think we we take it for granted that these guys are atheists. And I have my, you know, extreme doubts about that. And he's playing into that extreme doubt mm-hmm. thing. Is, is So they have questions. And so if he has a better answer, you know, like when he was talking about the atheists, and so, how they're bashing the Bible, and you know, deservedly so. You know, when you read through the Old Testament, there's some stupid stories in there. To me, that whole thing
1: was an un—it was—it was, it was kind of like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband had a conscious uncoupling. It was him consciously uncoupling Christianity, or at least his brand of Christianity, from the Bible. Right, where, right, right. Yeah, there's there's some really bad shit in the Bible. But don't hold that against against right, us because the Bible is not the basis right, of the faith. Right. The faith the basis of the faith is, 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 the, the, resurrection. is the resurrection. Whether it event. ever got written down in, in story form doesn't matter. And he, he equated it to you have a new baby and the relatives show up. You don't whip out the birth certificate. You show them the baby. Right. You know? And right. that was kind of his argument. But it's to me, it was right. kind of, circular. It was kind of get away from you're, the Bible because it, it's a ball and chain that I don't want to be attached to anymore.
3: Right, right. So, I mean, his reasoning is circular because if you, if you understand the history of how How the Bible was formed and how Christianity was formed.
2: A, they don't care. And B, all of them do it.
1: And also his argument was there was Christianity before there was the Bible. The
3: Bible didn't create Christianity. Bullshit. Christianity was formed because of the certain canons that... Great.
2: Mm -hmm. You can have all your facts. (laughs) I mean, mean, seriously. And what better environment for that than the American political system right now? Your facts... Don't matter. Don't okay. matter. I know it. I know it. And this is a they got their great own example of, you know, you don't need it because you got faith and you got Jesus. You don't need it. Yes, he they say on the site that the Bible is inerrant. If you wanted to pin him down on it, he... Probably would say he'd have a way better answer than any of us. So oh, yeah, that's, yeah. everything in the Bible is he'd have a twenty minute PowerPoint true. answer. Right. With the best timing and the word would yeah. turn yellow when he hit it and you yeah. would just be you'd be absorbed in how he was presenting it. But that makes him exactly different than zero percent of every other Christian church. Other than your sporadic emergent ones or your really progressive ones. They all basically have the same kind of message. He does it better,
3: right? Because he gets you into the seats, and you think it's great its message, and it's you know he sucks you in qualified. without stepping on your toes.
2: So you're mad at him
3: because he does it no, better? No, no. Uh, so my my whole thing. So we went in. I was impressed, and as I left, impressed and kind by of, what the whole the whole, whole um, marketing thing. The whole, I, I kinda, the whole
2: the whole show.
3: Yeah, the whole, the whole show. Efficiency I'm impressed and, uh, by, you know, even his approach to taking the Bible away from being, you know, what you need to focus on, kind of uh, disengaging, whatever. Yep, That's extremely impressive. But the other side of that is I'm extremely depressed because I'm seeing that, you know, as more and more people get sucked into that vortex, that'll be less and less people that'll continue to be nuns down the road. Right.
2: Because that part, I guess, he's, I'm more impressed with. Mm-hmm. Because from a, a growth standpoint, here's the market. Yeah, here's he's home, doing it. Here's what he's I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're going to do to grab this audience. It's right? like this available audience. He's and, signing up
1: all the free agents that
3: we're going after.
2: Well, there's going to be a line to what they do or he does to get them. If you wanted to interrogate the small group yeah. later, and you said. Your site says the Bible is inerrant. That means every word of it is true. If you were going to be kind of combative, who knows what they would say? You don't hear that in the big meeting. Right. Because, again, I'm Andy Stanley. I'm not going to tarnish my brand. But also, he knows how to get butts in seats. Right. Oh, yeah. And and keep them coming back. Yeah. And the kids club and the group and the community and we were at the bar for the, the celebratory post beer, twenty at, we were there twenty after twelve, and it ended at twelve, and it was Sharp. like fifteen minutes away. Uh, okay, yeah.
3: it took me longer to get out of that stupid parking lot than yeah, you guys, I, but you know well. Jesus didn't bless you on when, <laughs> where you parked. They, they,
1: I didn't me. pray for the best I, he parking blessed me spot. A dime. I yeah. proper pre-planned when I when I got there. a partner near an exit, so. I, I got out of there like a boss. They're but, not,
3: they're not sucking me in, man. No. But to your point is, you're right. I mean, they have the vehicle to uh, disseminate this information to the youth. They have a captured audience of the high school students when they're mm-hmm. in, you know, in there before they get off to college. We don't have that. We're lucky if we have a secular student association once they get to college, but we don't have anything that gives them the tools they need. They don't get the Jesus seminar information to say, look, the book of Acts was written in 120. It wasn't.
2: When you do that, though, you're playing on their court. When you're talking about the Bible, they win.
3: Mm, Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends because they're going to stay in that bubble because I learned that even in the mainline church is most of the people in there thought that the Jesus seminar was heretical because, you know, they discounted most of the, you know, like the eyewitness accounts kind of stuff. Which there are not. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, that was just stuff like Greta Vosper talked about, you know, when she went to seminary, that's where she learned that stuff. Yeah. But then she went into church and found out that the people sitting in the pews Don't know had no connection with that yeah. stuff.
1: And
2: you're not supposed to
1: give yeah. those
3: secrets away. Right, because otherwise the, you're gonna lose half yeah, of your congregation. Well yeah.
2: and and the one they wanna learn that shit, they guess you go to the seminary. The phrase that comes to mind now was non threatening. That whole service was non threatening. Right. Even the story on the gay youth leader notwithstanding, yes. it was it was non threatening. His his sermon was non judgmental and definitely hit hot buttons to people who were mm-hmm. expecting like us. It was like all, way worse.
1: All the sharp corners had been filed down. No
3: doubt. Yeah. No no doubt. And I'll say this also smooth is
2: smooth granite. It well, yeah. A lo- lot of nerf.
3: <laughs> Most of the tri- uh, uh, traditional evangelicals or Southern Baptists and stuff, they don't like what he's doing. No. They see it as heretical. He's not doing the altar call at the end of the no. sermon. No, no. And that's was, what yeah. no. most of them that. Was supposed to do. And By the way, know, there, was no, there, was, there were
2: no official readings. No. Like they didn't say reading from the book of this. Right, yeah. Or, yeah. Like yeah, we you know, do in a Catholic church. No, right. no, nothing. And it was... Right. Every church didn't do that?
1: It, it was music. It was sermon. It was goodbye. I mean, at the end of his sermon, it yeah. was over. There wasn't like, hey, uh, we've are you know, we got some housekeeping to do here. These These are, you know... Or so coffee yeah, hour, you know, you know, coffee know, hour and donuts. Betty Sue's home sick, so everybody pray for Betty Sue, or you know, anything like that. There was none of that.
2: There well, was... and that part actually felt more impersonal because I, I would have suspect it would be hard to be attached.
3: Well, that's yes. why they they focus on small groups. I was because so That's much, where you get that kind so of community. I mean,
2: it was over. You gonna to go to one? Yeah. No. No. But why I was not You're afraid of the truth. The only way to know is to go. Yeah. Is
1: this a
3: challenge? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We are drawing a line in the sand for you. <laughs> we can find that text number to sign yeah. up. Yeah, 333
1: five, five, five three three three. Uh, I'll give me your. I'll give me your phone. I'll sign I'll you t- right t- up right now. <laughs> <laughs> sign you up for a small group.
2: Uh, you know, what? I'm now curious though to see if you're right or if the hour really walks the walk. Across the board, well, but or I'm saying if it's we, a different experience, but I'm
3: saying we have an example here with this lesbian teen that it didn't.
2: That's cherry picking. That yeah, that's that's. But that's one. an
3: important cherry pick, though. It doesn't, know, make, mother, it doesn't
2: make them unusual. It doesn't make that, them unusual. That may just churches. be the first one who,
1: who
3: didn't just walk away. Is there
2: a quote from the church on that? Is
1: the
3: church, she she puts links to the emails. There's two. The yes. well,
2: church not gonna, not commenting now. No, no, no. It's, no, they did. The pastor yes.
3: from – this is from the Woodstock church.
2: So Jeff will hey. argue, could yeah. argue, that Andy going to keep his hands clean. I, I, I was he's gonna, the brand. I was
1: just about to make that argument. It's <laughs> it's plausible deniability on his or, part. Or, you know, but we, we don't,
2: that's we don't his... tell – we're associated with them, but we don't tell them how to
3: – No, this is a direct offshoot. It, it's not one of the associates. This is directly – part of their, their group.
1: And we we need to point out that Andy does not preach fifty two weeks out of the year at the main campus and that get no, pumped out that. to all the all the different I'm assuming that the different satellite churches on the weeks that he's not preaching have their own pastor that preaches in meantime. Or they may have a few associate pastors at the main campus that or then they, get pumped out to the to the other other congregations.
2: I be Super curious on what the internal conversations were on that, because that's a black eye for what they do.
3: Yeah, the thing that's that's kind of sad to me is this didn't get very much exposure outside of what this little little blurb little, blog post yeah. was. I mean, I don't remember reading anything about it anywhere else. The mm-hmm. first one about where and, uh, where Charles Stanley talks about safe places that was on the Christian Charles
2: or Andy? This is Andy.
3: Andy, Andy, that was on the ChristianPost.com, you know, so that's a pretty well-read blog. But you know, the rest of the story, I don't think that was widely broadcast, so, Not that I'm aware of, which is kind of a shame.
2: So this will be my last week on the Godless Heathens. I'm gonna. You're going to join this small group, uh, North Point Community. North Point <laughs> Community Church converts. No, he has. He and has a podcast, and he has a podcast. I'm sure he does. Yeah, because they are, and he is a multimedia empire. Like, oh, absolutely! Like, and that was part of your first impression. Like, wow. This place is big. This place is slick. This place is impressive. is not as not as imposing or unwelcoming as it could have been. You walk in, there's no high pressure, there's no pressure mm. at all.
1: No, it's like you, walking into you, an no, auditorium. Yeah. You, like yeah. I said, you had to walk up to the information center or the visitor center. Yep. they weren't out seeking you. They just assumed.
2: Oh, you they would. are seeking you. Oh, yeah. You. But they would they are seeking you. No, you're They're not the seeker. You're the seeker. No. They're the seeker. Now, this They're was not.
1: the only church I've ever been to that had a gift shop.
2: I mean, a, a literal. It's the only what, church I've been to that Good had shop. an eight piece band and laser lights and That's true. dry ice machine. Yeah. and You yeah, went to the right? gift shop? I walked through the gift well, shop.
3: What kind of gifts did they have? In they it? had probably his book,
1: like daily devotionals, and and I didn't stop and browse, but uh, I'm sure they oh he browsed oh yeah they, they had probably had like them. the the Christian equivalent of the inspirational corporate posters that that were big a few years back. I'm sure they had like daily devotional books and Bibles and you know. That kind of stuff.
2: By the way, they have great slogans all over the place. We make faith practical. Mm-hmm. We want Sunday to be the best day of the week. They got a button for plan a visit. But right next to it, it says, just show up. Just show up. Right. Yeah. Lo- that's what, key. We that's right. what we did. That's what right. we did. We just showed up.
1: There's two things I want to point out. One thing that I wrote, and y'all didn't catch either. Neither one of y'all caught this when it was said. Let me see. He said, church equals community and community equals country. Kind of like the argument, if you're not a Christian, you're not a true American. That, that's what I got from it. okay. Church equals community and community equals country.
2: That's when it started to slide into the mm-hmm. everything started with the church. And yeah. Oh, everything started that, with, that was – Even yeah,
1: atheists agree that right. Christianity's unique message – Right. Uni- now, the unique threw I, me off because it's yep. – the, the story of Jesus was told for hundreds of years up and down the, the Nile Valley and throughout the Middle East, civilization after civilization. He's Jesus is one of many dying and rising savior gods that have the basic same story behind it. So the whole idea behind Christianity having some unique message, that, ding, ding, that, that, that set off warning bells right there. But the, the, the quote was, even atheists agree Christianity's Unique message, even staunch atheists, say yeah.
2: shaped Western
1: society, right? right and right, that right.
2: was that was the hardest eye roll. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was like that was, like, that was the. F- that, and by the way, the only that was the only mention of atheists, yes, or none yep. during it. He had already gone down that road, like he had gone away from the the softer. You know, mm-hmm. be a better person and don't judge people by their politics and put your politics through your faith, not vice versa. And by that time, he had already gone into the the more heavy religion. Yep. And it was like, okay. That was yep.
1: my for fuck's sake moment <laughs> during during the whole thing. I was pretty much down with what he was saying for the most part. I'm, Throughout right. the entire, until he got, until right. he yeah, spoke that for was, us, that was right. a, that I wanted to. Was a, I, I literally, <laughs> would, at that point, I wanted to stand up and go, "Excuse me."
0: Yeah, that was speaking a, for
1: the atheists yes, of the world.
3: Right. That was a of bullshit. Right. <laughs>
2: Carry on, but, <laughs> you know, but that's, but that's kind of what you would expect him to say. What, it was an eye right, roll, right, right, because like, okay, that's not It's like, hey, I'm not, I'm not going
1: out on a limb
3: when I say this. Even the staunch atheist. Would agree with me. You know, okay, yeah. well, there's, do you actually know the history of how yeah. Rome co-opted Christianity for what purposes? And and, how America's trying yeah. to do the same thing right yep. now. And, and then,
2: you'll lo- hear that in an atheist meeting. Oh, yeah. You'll never yeah. hear that at a church. No.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that he said, and this was when he wrapped up the whole thing, he boiled the whole message down to, and he repeated it a couple of times, disagree politically. Love unconditionally. I got that. And pray for oneness. Yep. That was the basic message of the sermon, at least part one of a th- of the three part series of this particular sermon.
3: Right, and and to me that was kind of the oh, except for that lesbian yeah. girl that you wouldn't let into your leadership role. So not that Woodstock
2: church, not his.
3: It's all part of his empire.
2: <laughs> empire. It is the Empire. But you want to air quotes defeat him? Bring
3: a better message. That's, Bring a better yeah, experience. That's why I'm depressed because I'm, I don't you know, know how we, <laughs> we don't are have gonna that, yeah, yeah, we I mean, don't have that organization yeah. or that right. structure.
1: Honestly, Atheist at the pub just doesn't compete. Pair or
2: compete with – I mean, um, if, you're,
1: if you're on the fence. kind
2: of tough to bring your four-year-old yeah, to Johnny McCracken. Yeah, exactly.
1: But if, but if, if you were – So if we had a few million dollars
3: laying around.
1: If, if, you were a, if you were questioning your faith and you were on the fence and, and you literally could be just tilted with, with just the slightest of push one way or the other. And you came to one of our meetups. At, you know, at, at a local pub, and you know, a meet and greet, or even a deep dive, or whatever. And you went to one of these. Where do they talk more lose.
2: about anti-vax stuff? Andy Stanley sermon or our average meetup? <laughs> our average meetup. <laughs> mm. Yeah. None, damn it. Andy Stanley won. Yes. Yeah.
3: None. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not going to be in his list of sermons. No. No. Nope.
2: Like I said, a very
1: comfortable place for people to land. That are that right. are right.
3: Well, and the other thing, trickery. Yeah,
1: seeking a group to be, to become a member of. But the other thing <laughs> is, he makes is, it a lot is, easier to join.
3: This formula is being replicated all over the U.S. It's it's not unique here in Atlanta with Andy Stanley. I mean, and not just his associate churches and whatever.
1: And from what I understand, his dad does not agree with him theologically. Mm-hmm.
3: Or, no, or, they're pretty much in the same camp. It, is it the
1: the the, the method, or the or the the I, means that is? At least the impression I've got from what little bit I've heard from uh, uh, about him and heard him talk is that his dad's a little more old school. Right. He's right, a little right. more. Yeah. He's a little more new school, and it's.
3: Right, his dad has had the... And his,
1: and his dad may not necessarily agree with, with his methods, but he cannot argue with his results.
3: Right, his success. Yeah, right.
1: because he, you know, he, like I said, he's the number four church in the country right. by attendance. And dad is not one, two, or three. Right, yeah. So, and, and so
3: I'm sure dad says, as long as you're yeah. baptizing people, so you save them from hell... That's a thumbs he up.
2: He didn't care what dad says. Yeah, I I, I, I kinda he
1: does. got the impression. He does. Same uh, impression. He could give a shit what dad said, no. or he would be the associate pastor at the first Baptist right. Church of Atlanta. He is
2: he is so far shot past his dad in every way, shape, and form. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. single yeah. way, shape. I mean like no no comparison. Yeah, his dad's form and of if church is the only thing that you as an atheist should feel okay about is eventually these places even the well-run ones become too huge, become too unwieldy, become Get too political. Start splitting. You know, right? Yeah. they you know start self-segregating themselves. Absolutely, you know, and and now his he, dad's church is his dad's church growing
1: or is it declining? Or uh, is, I don't know
3: the numbers on on that, but I mean, but it's a it's a it's Southern Baptist church. Yes, yeah. So being... The number one been, in Atlanta, I know that so for So I would sure. assume it's growing.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm sure it's not growing at the same rate that,
3: that Sonny Boys is, is growing at. No, no not at the No oh, yeah. fucking I'm, way. Yeah, yeah, they're not... There's no satellite operations no. of the First Baptist and Church Atlanta. Do they
2: right? have a true succession plan for him? Because mm. he is the guy. And that's like... Following up, Wait, like Charles who, or
3: Andy, you're talking about.
2: Like who's the succession plan for Andy?
1: No,
3: geez. the next, yes. the next right.
2: coach of the next coach of the Patriots is going to get fired quickly. Yes, same with Alabama. Right. Yes, you know, to follow a legend. Same thing
1: with the associate pastor yeah, of the he's North a Point Community Church.
2: Whether we agree with him or not, he's the man there, right, and he's right. a lot of the reason people show up. You know, it's, it's almost like with a religion
1: when when a new religion comes along, like it's, QAnon, it's not yeah, it's it, but it's not the initial person that takes the religion to that to that next step. It wasn't Jesus with Christianity; it was Paul. It wasn't mm-hmm. Joseph Smith with the Mormons it was Brigham Young. It's it's always that second guy. It wasn't L. Ron Hubbard, it was David Miscavige. Because when the original guy dies, either the the movement dies with him Or the second-in-command takes it and moves it that much more forward. And creates a mythology. And and then it it becomes even bigger than it was before. But, yeah, that's the thing. And, And I can see the same thing happening at North Point. When Andy retires or passes on or whatever, the associate pastor that comes in and takes his place, that's where it lives and dies. It's either going to continue to grow exponentially and, and get even bigger than it is yeah, now, yeah, 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 or yeah. it's going to just implode yeah, upon the itself. Yeah, the
3: history, my understanding, and most of these people, is like a good example of that is, is uh, Willow Creek, Bill Hybels. Once he got caught up in that sex scandal, I mean, he was like one of the largest um That's the one out of L.A.? Out. And, no. Um, Chicago. Um, yeah, Chicago okay. area. I, Wheaton, I Illinois. think he's number two. I think he's Well, the, he uh, was. He was. But see, that's the problem okay. is, he's is once he's out, they're associate, pastor, whatever you want to call it, these churches are definitely personality driven.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if yeah. Andy
3: Stanley's not the guy up there talking, you're probably not going to have it. It's the
1: same thing with Joel Osteen in Houston.
3: Right. Yeah. Joel Osteen drops dead tomorrow. Huh? His son's coming up now, though.
1: That's what I'm saying. There has to be somebody in the wings waiting and re- and being groomed right. and ready to take the reins and keep the right. momentum going or build on upon right.
3: well, it or it's going to die. You know, like the example I was saying about Mars Hill with with Rob Bell. Once he left, well actually he was kind of pushed out, pushed out, they started going down because he was a personality that created that church and you know brought a driving where it was. force. He was a driving force. Yeah. So absolutely know. So that's the thing is 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 yeah. Andy's in his sixties now, so he's he's not. As Andy great...
1: Stanley's in his sixties. Get the fuck out of here. He mm-hmm. looks like he's forty-two.
3: He does. Got makeup and I
1: thought I was I thought I was older coloring. than Andy's. Oh my God. Kid. <laughs>
2: <He's> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, you are never gonna give him credit no. for anything. Oh come on. Oh <laughs> plastic hair, surgery bright.
1: on a
3: weekly no, basis. He's probably trainer. Oh shit. And he had and kids that went through high you know, through college and stuff, no gray hairs. That man. guy's a walking Botox injection. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I think Seriously, I, he's in his 60s? Look it
1: up. I he think he was, he was born Google. around hey, the don't, same time as shit. me. Look it up. I, yeah, look that shit up because I honestly figured I was no, he's getting at the, in the minimum tooth. 10 years older he, than he,
3: he
2: was. He may be long of the tooth, but he's 61. Get the Thank fuck out. That was good quick. Yeah, He looks good
3: for 61. I know. He looks oh. good for 51. Oh, you're getting
2: sucked in, aren't you? Makeup.
3: <laughs> yeah. Makeup. So closing thoughts maybe. So we had premonitions going in. Had the live experience.
2: I see why it was so popular. I guess I was expecting worse. Kind of like going into a movie that, you know, I'm I'm very much affected by this. Mm-hmm. When I go into a movie and I don't expect much and it's like, whoa, that was much my expectations better. Yeah. were low and that that was really good. And I go into a movie like, you know, oh, the critics love this movie. And, you know, this movie and, 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 you're, it go and you're like, not that it sucks, but it's like, you know, you're a half hour in. 45 minutes in and you're like, oh, this, this is this is it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... Can't get any better. Like, right. Is. This, this is it. Like, so, the expectation game affects my mood or my impression a lot. So, I try to kind of temper them. Yeah. And I was expecting hardcore. I was expecting to... Feel more uncomfortable, more I churchy, more churchy. Yeah, to feel to feel. I, I know exactly what unwelcome you're Unwelcome or kind of an outsider, mm-hmm. and I didn't. No, so I walked out with a more favorable impression because everything that I feared would happen kind of didn't. Right, and for the first half of his sermon, like I, I was like, okay, if you, if everyone lives that, this yeah. would be a. The world, did the country, be a better place is like you were looking. T- you know, oh, I, there it is.
1: Okay, you know that that's where you crossed the line. That's where you, that's where you overstepped, or that's where you, and it wasn't there. No, nah, I yeah.
2: mean the atheist. You know, when he when he kind of you know even atheists say like yeah, okay, ding, yeah, yeah, okay. that, that uh, was more right. the ex, more the expectation game. Yeah,
0: and yeah, that was but, just a brief.
2: But that was yeah. a good.
1: That was a good twenty five minutes in at yeah. that point,
2: and it was. The place itself, got to give them credit for it, it is a machine that really doesn't feel like one. And if somebody is, it's to your point earlier, they're on the fence, can see how they could get sucked in, yep. and it, all that glitters probably isn't gold. I'm not going back. No, right, you know, right. I might right. listen to talking points two and three just to see where it goes. Yeah. Does it start like this and then get really bible in two and three? I wonder. More traditional
3: yeah, I mean, John. based on other series, I think they're pretty even keel throughout. Yeah,
2: as
1: far as series section number one, there's not a lot of church sermons that I can say. I was probably agreeing with 90% of what he was
2: saying. Maybe that's part of the magic. That's part—
1: and, and, You know, that,
2: maybe that, may, that's part of the appeal.
1: Right, and that's— And it's all how he—and again, it's all how he framed it and all
2: how it was presented. Right. And, and he's very— Very good Good at what he does. Yes. He's he's really, just from a technical standpoint, he's a a really good extemporaneous speaker. Mm -hmm. Polished without being, without, oh, you know what? That's probably another thing. Polished without being preacher slick yeah he didn't show i didn't have a suit and a big pompadour and right it was you could he could it, be sitting among yes yeah. right. he did not have a facade that you yet no. you saw through no so to speak there was no majesty behind yeah. Him. Yeah, no robe yeah no nothing right. no right. robe no people no nothing right. him and it wasn't even a 60 inch screen no. It's probably like a 45 or something you yeah. know wheeled out real simple has anybody got any recommendations other than me to become a better atheist and not just a softie for Andy Stanley?
1: I thought I saw you had something. I oh. have two recommendations. Go ahead.
2: One of Jeff Jeff already yeah. Jeff already sucked it up, which what? is Chris Hayes' podcast oh, with yeah. Mark Galley. Which one is he? Christianity Today or Christian Post? He's it's Christianity Day. Today. He's he's yeah. the editor who wrote the Impeached. Opinion piece er, saying written. that uh, not only should
1: Donald Trump be impeached, he should be removed from office. Very
2: so. good interview, yeah. with Chris Hayes. I wish it was a little more biting because I wanted mm-hmm. to know. I would, I wanted to him to ask the question. Come on, you you threw this grenade in there as you walked out. Yeah, right. right. Isn't that a little cowardly? But it, yeah, it wasn't. You do it. Sooner? Yeah, he was. There was a little less edge. Than i would have hoped but i thought it was a really good interview but i've yeah. not listened to it yet but i'm yeah. uh, i'm looking forward to
3: it but i, I, I kind of see Senator if you're too confrontational i think you're going to probably get the guy more on edge and yeah. be less open so i kind of see you know it's like i i wanted to know that too but it's like you know we did get more information as as far as what his beliefs were and all that uh, stuff pretty so hardcore definitely but pretty yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. hardcore he, he's not a softy yeah new yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he is he is not
2: Andy Stanley
0: not in that, in in that podcast. Right. And the other
2: one is I'm going to put a link to one of my Apple Music playlists on there. And I'm going to subject you to what I've been listening to on Repeat Play. And oh. it was called Repeat, Repeat Play, Jan 2020. Hmm. So listen to my music and tell me how much it sucks. I got a quick one.
1: I gave a recommendation two, maybe three episodes ago for a a movie, uh, Three Christ, with Richard Gere, Peter Dinklage, Bradley Whitford, and um, Walter Goggins that just came out in the theaters about a week or two ago, and I got the opportunity to watch it last night, and... You're going to the movies? Uh We're not getting into that, <laughs> but um, I got a chance to watch it last night, and it I stand by the recommendation. Mm. The, the, all I had seen was the trailer about it, and it looked very, very interesting. It looked really good. The movie did not disappoint. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's about an hour and forty-five. It's a little long for for, for your regular movie, but very, very about an hour and forty-five minutes.
2: When Andy when Andy's on the show, we should ask him about it. It was very good. I, I really enjoyed it. You think he'll have a beer?
3: I bet he would. I, I bet he's a. I, he's a, he's I don't see good. him
1: as a teetotaler.
2: No, I don't see him as a big drinker either.
0: I don't. No, I
1: yeah. no. I bet he wouldn't. I don't see him as a do beer connoisseur. No, no I, I, I do. Yeah. I bet
3: he drinks
2: good beer. No way. No,
1: nothing no Bud light.
3: No, do you think
2: he's a Bud Light guy? Yeah, if that. And he was Cindy sip it.
0: Hey, mm. Kind of funny. Every man,
2: it. every man driving his truck not, is not drinking. He's got some empties in the bed. empties <laughs> <laughs> in the bed. Yeah. Right by, by, by the gun rack. Fly out in the highways. you right. Looks down,
3: like yeah. a Coors
1: Light guy to me.
2: All right. If anybody wants to come to the small group with with Jeff when he goes, yeah. drop us Wait, an email. Who did you sign? Dro- we <laughs> signed <laughs> Jeff up for us. Drop, uh, drop hey. us an email at, at com.
0: <laughs> or <a>
2: tweet. <laughs> I didn't do. I didn't do that. I sent it from the group account. I, oh, okay. I did not. I did not specify pin names. You. I did not okay. pin
3: you down yet because you are the closest to you know the Mecca. So before you leave, I need to get <laughs>
0: right.
1: your address and phone number, but.
0: Uh, <laughs> Just tweet it. Can I borrow your phone for a second?
1: Yeah. (laughs) What's our Twitter again? It's at Godless Podcast. Yes. How did we end up with such a great Twitter handle? No other Godless Podcast came along before us? Hashtag blessed. Yeah. (laughs) I I can think of at least five podcasts that have the word Godless in it that were out before we were. But nobody jumped on that.
3: They're just not good marketers like
1: we are. I guess not. Again,
2: the Facebook group. And And please... Uh, Pat, you know, since we're such good markers, uh, marketers, make sure that you uh, participate and spend your money with our sponsors.
1: Okay, Us? Jeff,
3: who are you going to invite? Yes. Uh, <laughs>
2: so
1: the
3: only thing I can think of is Andy. We, we got invited, we it, invited it, you to go to no-brainer. the That's a no-brainer. We have, you have to yeah. invite Andy on this, in you know, this episode. Yeah, the challenge is on, Andy. I know yeah. you're listening to this podcast because you like to listen to other atheist podcasts, so we're the number one in Atlanta, right? The number one what? Well... Podcast. Another
2: one got this podcast. We're the number one atheist
1: no- podcast recorded in this spare bedroom in Atlanta. That's what We're I'm number saying. One.
2: <laughs> number one. We're number one somewhere. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> we'll see you all the coming. Night-night.